this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead. Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Katie from the Crypt starring me and Daddy and not Colby. No, Colby's, Colby's gone. Yeah. He's out of here. I don't like him anymore. Well, I did. I liked him on the show. I thought he did a great job with you. I liked your your dynamic, but uh, he just wasn't feeling it. Nope. Yeah. You know, creative differences and all that. We had a very dramatic uh, firing on the air. Eh? It wasn't really that dramatic. I was just like, yeah, the chair must sit down. You're fired. <laughs> there wasn't really that much to it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's downstairs right now doing math homework. Messing with his mom because I just hear him go, ah! Yeah, well, I don't know. It's Dying. math homework. What are you going to do? Yeah. But you and me are going to talk about a movie tonight. Do, do, do. What movie are we talking about? Cloverfield Paradox. Cloverfield Paradox. The third what does and. Paradox mean? Um, it's like a sidewalk, like a paradox. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like almost all of like this a movie. Parasite? No, no. Paradox is like a quandary. Um, like everything in this movie, I don't know. I don't have the answers and it makes no sense. So, we'll get into that. If that gives you a hint on how I feel about this flick. This is the last of the Cloverfield movies so far. I still hope they make more to make up for this one. But, uh, this is streaming on Netflix right now. So anybody can watch it if they want. And we cover. second one isn't that great for me, but it's still good. Uh, that second one's fantastic. Uh, first one, we've covered the first one, which is very good. Giant monster movie. Covered the second one, um, which was very, very good. Uh, It's more of a suspense, a claustrophobic thriller with a sci-fi twist. And with a very powerful performance by John Goodman, by Sir John Goodman. And then we have Cloverfield Paradox that has that guy from Captain America Winter Soldier and The Alienist, who is a good actor, but I don't know his name. And that British kind of funny guy that's in, like, crime movies or something. I've seen him and stuff. The one that lost his arm. Yeah. I like him. I like him and stuff. But I don't know who anybody else in this movie was. I don't know what else they did. So I guess we should just jump right into it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we want to give a little bit of backup on what we know about the Cloverfield movies. Do you remember all that? Do you want me to fill them in? Because mm-hmm. this, is, this is a third movie. So what we know so far. I think you kind of want to do it because some words I have no idea what they are. Okay, say. okay, that's probably fine. Just want to give you the chance, but okay, I'll fill it. Okay, so the first movie is set in present-day New York, Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, giant monster of unknown origin comes Japanese up from the sea. satellite falls on it. It hits its head well, and it gets scared. <laughs> it comes to Manhattan because that's the closest place. Okay, well, you've wrapped it up pretty well. Okay, well, it's it's a found footage movie, it, and the, the tape is designated Cloverfield. And the footage is of our cast uh, having a party. Monster attacks New York, and they're trying to get out yeah. before the government drops a nuclear bomb. And they don't really, only like one of them gets out, everybody everybody dies. So the Cloverfield monster is very, pretty small. I mean, it's, it's bigger than any building, but it's not like taller than the skyscrapers of New York. It's walking amongst the biggest buildings. That's important, the size. And the, the creators of the show, J.J. Abrams and all those guys, said that it's a baby. It's a baby that's out of its element and it's afraid. And that's why it's attacking. Um, along with the giant monster, with Cloverfield monster. It's probably going to be, whatever it's adult, it's probably going to be like 16 Godzilla. Well, that's kind of what we see in the... Oh, there's going to be spoilers, so suck it up. And yeah. then this the Cloverfield monster also like dispatches these like little... 
insectoid yeah. parasite by the size of a dog that are trying to Spider-Man. that trying to yeah sort of arachnids that are trying to like capture prey for the cloverfield and if they bite you you explode yeah. like a blood balloon you swell up blood comes out of your eyes so if you swell up you explode uh so that's kind of the theme of the first one um and then at the end, there's like a little message that says like it's not dead. You know, J.J. Abrams loves those little secret messages. And then we have Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Okay, Ten Cloverfield Lane is also a present day New Orleans, uh, border of Texas and, and Louisiana. Not it's not New Orleans, Louisiana. And a uh, woman is leaving a husband. She gets in a car accident, wakes up in a, in a, a underground shelter. Was it what I thought it was? Yeah. Yeah, very different movie, very different tone. This is not a sequel. There is no Cloverfield monster. The monster's not in it. This is a whole different thing. Um, John Goodman owns this bunker, and he works in... Oh, I didn't tell. Gosh, I suck at this. At the end of Cloverfield, in a blink-if-you-miss-it moment, if you freeze-frame like the very last shot of the movie, you will see a satellite of some sort of space debris falling from the sky, landing in the ocean. It's in the corner. Remember, I had to pause it. And then I had to like walk up to the TV and like point and go frame by frame tracking it from the what, sky what into were the we ocean. Just talking about the second one? We were. I had to go back because that's a satellite. A satellite fell in the ocean. The theory is, is that satellite fell into the ocean that somehow woke up this sleeping Cloverfield baby. Where is the mother? You may ask. We have no idea. All we ever get is this baby. Maybe it's dead. Maybe. Maybe Could it be. climbed on Could to be. the big apple. So then in the second one, uh, John Goodman's character was in the Navy. He worked on satellites for 14 years. That was explained. And he says that like the Russians or somebody has attacked America. The air is poison. It's killing people. And it turns out that it, it kind of is. The whole movie is like, is he is he just trapped? He got these people trapped down there or is he being truthful? It turns out he is being truthful. But when she finally gets out of the bunker in the last like 5-10 minutes, it's not the Russians. It's some sort of alien, alien extra-dimensional creatures. Uh, a large sort of flying, like, half-ship, half-tentacled monster is over the cornfield, and it has a scout that's much larger this time, but it is hunting her. It looks like a house. The critter? Yeah. Oh, it's the like the... Su- oh, the ship. Yeah, yeah, the critter's... Yeah, the critter's not the size of a house, but yeah. It, the like, ship. sniffs out people, and then it brings this, this sort of floating, hovering ship towards her, and it tries to eat her in a truck... She fights it off, kills it, and then she goes on. She gets a radio message that there's a resistance being led in Houston, and if anybody has any experience, they could use the help. They are turning. There, we are winning, but we need help. And so she drives off towards Houston, and thunder and stuff in the distance reveals like the silhouette of much bigger, gigantic ships um, in the sky and in the clouds. Right. I so, want to stay in that bunker, but if the guy wasn't <laughs> so crazy, yeah, I, I would probably. Yeah, yeah, it was a great movie, great movie. But so we have the theme, we have the theme of satellites. We have the theme of like the the giant monster and we have the theme of like its um sort of scout like hunting for it. And and you know, so we've got alien invasion and we've got monsters from the sea. It's it's kind of a mixture of the first one and Paradox cuz it's got Yeah, aliens. yeah, yeah, it it is more than you're right. It is sort of like between the first and the third one. It does it is a good middle movie. So that brings us up to the Cloverfield Paradox, which sets us in a sort of, well, it's like near future where the Earth is, is running out of energy, running out of renewable resource or, you know, whatever, resources, fossil Cycling. fuels. 
Um, Germany and Russia are about to go to war with each other. It's pretty bad. But the only thing stopping that from happening, keeping humanity from plunging into chaos, is the space station that is... It looks like a bunch of ovals on a stick. Yeah. Well, because that creates creates gravity. The spinning, the the, 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 the force, um, cylindrical force, creates like an artificial gravity, and that's how they can like walk around like normal. But it's an international group that are on here, and they're sort of firing off like a super collider with the idea of creating infinite energy for the planet. So this isn't present day. This isn't our world. The other two could be. This one is not. And bad things happen. Do you want to pick it up from there? Uh, um, there's like this lady and a bunch of guys, and they're yeah. and they're on a ship. Why don't you why don't you tell them all this in the microphone instead of over there? There you go. Uh, yeah, they're on the space. I'll explain it. They're on the space station, uh, and they're doing the experiments. It's, yeah. It has been a little while. We should have put this episode out last week. And we didn't. Are you having a little bit of a hard time remembering it? Oh, I'm sorry. It's my fault. I should have. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll wrap it up. So. They got this, like, laser thing, and they had to put it right in one little spot. Yeah. But if they fail. Yeah. They hit three times. They fail. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you! Yeah, you're, you've got it. Well, they only have so much energy for so many experiments. They've been out there for two years. And they finally they have one last go, and they fire it off. And the Earth disappears. Weird stuff starts happening. We're talking like weird stuff. Like one guy is repairing a panel, and like his whole arm gets sucked into the into the wall, and it starts dragging him back and forth. Like the the metal is just sort of molding around his arm. But then they rip him back, and he doesn't even notice. But his arm's gone. Yeah, his arm's gone. He's like it doesn't hurt or anything. Like, he did, but his arm is like gone. Um, there's a woman who is, who materializes in the wall. She's got like cables poking through her arms. She's like screaming in pain. They have to cut her out. Um, there's all kinds of weird stuff like that. And what happens is they, they were teleported into a different dimension, right? A different Earth where they were also doing experiments as well. And the idea is that they have opened up a rift in like a multiverse that is now allowing creatures and demons and aliens and monsters to, to go into other other planets. If that sounds exciting, yeah, there's like this I make giant the movie sound monster better than it is. Earth. There's this giant well, mouse-looking monster. Well, that's the Cloverfield monster at the end. This whole movie through this whole thing, other than at the beginning, there's a guy who's written a book called The Cloverfield Paradox, and he talks about what they're doing up in space could be potentially very dangerous because it could do this. That guy is um, John Goodman, the crazy guy in the second movie. That's his brother. They have the same last name. That's his brother who wrote that book. And the woman doing the interview is the woman in the second movie who died in, with the air. She was at the window trying to get in. That's her. So there is so there is a tie to it. it, it it's just in the background. It's in the background. It's on for like 30 seconds of, of Cloverfield Paradox. You probably don't even remember it. If you, if you like got up to go get some popcorn, it was over by the time you came back. It's that quick of a reference. And to the rest of this movie, there's absolutely nothing Cloverfield until the very, like the last 10 seconds of this movie. I felt something to be a bit of a disappointment. Should I, well, should I go ahead and give away the ending? Okay. The end, okay, so one by one, everybody's getting picked off. This still is kind of a suspense science fiction horror movie. Everybody's dying, you know, left and right of various causes. 
um, except for the last two characters, and they finally they find their way back to Earth. It's their Earth, and they go plummeting. They get in the escape pod. The space is about to explode. Oh yeah! And they and go they plummeting back to Earth. to Earth. But then it shows up in the clouds. Mm-hmm. There's this giant monster with mouse ears and like four eyeballs. That's and that's not that's not it at all. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's kind of green looking. It's Cloverfield. She's she's headed back. And her husband's down on the the planet, and the and like NASA whatever calls me, they're like, we found her, they're alive, they're coming back to Earth, and he's like, you can't have her come back here, not with these things on the planet. He's like, tell them not to come down, and they're like, it's too late, they already left, we can't we can't tell them not to, and he's screaming in the phone, tell them not to come down. He's like, dude, he just said he just said that they can't get in contact with them. Would you stop shouting? Hated that part. So the skate pod is plummeting down to earth. Everything's fine, and then it has this shot of the clouds, and we're above the clouds. So we're we're a couple miles up, right? Big and and then up comes the Cloverfield monster. His head comes busting through the clouds, and it's kind of got fishy looking face. It's like um yeah it's it's well yeah it is kind of it, fishy looking with mousy ears. Well, those are like um sack like air sacks on the side of the mousy looking air. It sacks. has those in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah, so it busts out. So it's like, so it's like they have multiple Cloverfield monsters, and these are huge. These must be like the mamas because these reach up beyond the clouds. Which how could they withstand gravity? I don't know. It's just a movie. I go with it, and that is the only reference. I even went to the end of the credits. Kind of piranha face. It does have like kind of a piranha. I think it's terrifying. I think I think Cloverfield monster, particularly in the first movie, is a terrifying monster. You need to talk to the mic, hun. I'm tired. If I saw that thing, I'd just be... Yeah, Yeah, I I would... Okay, I would freak out. I'd run the the farthest away I could. But you know where I'm not going to run? What? I'm not going to run away from our commercials. (gasps) Stay tuned! Yay! Good evening, friends. Good evening, loved ones. It's your host, Nick, your best friend. Woo-hoo. And secret lover. Hmm? And Tiny Katie. And Tiny Katie over here. Woo-hoo. Well, we want to tell you about Blueberry.com. If you're thinking about doing a podcast and there's no reason you shouldn't, you should go over to our favorite folks, Blueberry.com. Blueberry! And I love you, to eat you. I love to eat blueberries and I love to use their service. Yes. If you enter in the promo code CRYPT, you will get a month free of their amazing podcasting yes. service the all their help and you learn a lot from them everybody there's very nice you can talk to them they will yeah. respond to you very quickly answer any of your questions um they've been really great people i've dealt with and we've been using them for almost a year now like nine months yep. yeah so we really like blueberry so go to blueberry enter in the promo code crypt to get a free month of their service you cannot go wrong and also our good 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 friends good. at beard brand I got an email from Josh, our guy over at Beer Brand, and he asked, he said, how are you enjoying the Cloverfield series? And I said, well, I said, we love the Cloverfield series, but this last one's kind of a stinker. And he said he wasn't a big fan either. But we are all, we are all big fans of Beard Brand. Yes, we love Beard Brand. Now, you just got out of the shower, but were you wearing any Beard Brand today? What did you have on? Old Money and Cheating Gear. Oh, Tree Ranger, huh? The sea salt spray? Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. I was wearing it, too. I was wearing Old Money, the utility <laughs> balm, and I had... Holy crap, I had Tree Ranger. <laughs> styling. I had the Tree Ranger styling balm in my hair. Yeah. I just got a haircut this weekend. 
Looks very good. Uh, beer I look brand. like Elvis Presley. I look like Elvis Presley. I got longer. Thank you very much. Uh, a devil in the sky. Def- you're a devil in the sky. I think we've probably done that song before. Oh, but it's Elvis. You can't ever do it too much. One thing that I, I have I have tried. Okay, so the, I have the the old money utility bomb. You you take that and you rub it into your beard, and it's good for your. Kate obviously doesn't have a beard. Yep. Um, not, yet, not yet. Not mustache. yet. At least. Not yet. Tiny mustache. This, okay, I've been at my school. If you're listening in kindergarten, you had a giant mustache, so yeah. you really need. Some beard. You need some beer brand. Even kindergartners need beer brand. Yeah. But normally, I'll, I'll take it. And I'll rub it in my hands. But today, I did something a little different. I took the old money. This their gold line. I rubbed it into my beard, but also I took some. I just rubbed my whole face, my forehead, my cheeks, along my nose. Rubbed my whole face, and all through the day. I pretend like I'm taking a party with the tree ranger. See, so spray. I'm like da 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 da. da well, a little, a little goes a long way. But yeah, you, you do. It smells so great. It's hard to say no. And then to I it. go scrunch, scrunch with my hand. And then I go beer brand. That's right. I mean, you smell great too. You smell better than all the other kids. In your Actually, class. I shut the door and I go beer brand, beer brand, beer brand. <laughs> Well, it makes you, it, it, you look great, you smell great, and I tell you, all day my face was so soft, I felt like John Stamos. I'm it was, glad nobody touched your face. It was, one, I would have loved people to touch my face. No! Feel, feel how soft my face uh, yeah, like, No, it's no germ. My germies. face is clean, it's soft, it still is. But I'm other gonna, people I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start just using it as just like a like a face moisturizer. I've not done that before. I was very happy with the like results. face cake? So... Beerbrand.com, you can go to the website. They've got websites all over the world. Their products are being sold in Germany, Spain, Portugal, Austria, Australia, UK. Uh, they've got websites. Um, also here in the States, uh, Target is carrying their their white line, which is a blank slate, which is a non-scented, and Lumberyard, which I do use. I was using Lumberyard yesterday. It smells very good. So you can get that at Target. Or you can go to the website and you can get the full range of their products. We really love not only the products, but the people. Mm-hmm. Very nice people. Mm. And they listen to the show. So, uh, it's great. Yeah, so that's it. And we want to give a, uh, uh, our pals over at Goose Jumps gave our podcast a shout out on their episode today. We love Goose Jumps. Kay's trying not to, to laugh. It's fine. They laugh. Uh, yeah, we love we love Goose Jumps. And so thanks for the shout out, guys. We, did, we, we didn't plan any of that. You can also find us, folks. Uh, we are on Spotify. We also have a Reddit page. So if you go to Reddit, uh, Katie from the Crypt, all, all, you know R slash Katie from the Crypt, uh, you can find us. So we just started, just started that. So I guess that's everything. That's my foot. That's my foot. Oh, you're kicking. Scared me. I know you look afraid. It's like it's just my foot. All right. Is that the end for commercials? Yep. I can't think of anything else. All right. Uh, back to the show. Okay, now we got to talk about what yeah. we like, what we didn't like. What did you, what did you like best about this movie? The funny guy. I did, yeah, I did too. He was, he had, it looked like he had uh, the Italian flag on his shirt, but the guy's clearly British. He he never pretended to have an Italian accent, so I don't know where he was from. Um, but I liked him too. Is that the is that your favorite 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 part? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, mine too. That was my favorite part. The movie was kind of a bummer. I thought it was going to be more bed more. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, just more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, so what's your least favorite? Just putting a lot of thought Probably into this. Probably the movie. The movie was your least favorite? Yeah. <laughs> that can be said for a lot of movies. But yeah, the movie. Just kind of a bl- bummer. I thought it was going to be better. 
Well, you well, I don't, I don't want to influence you because you liked it at the start after we finished watching it. I was like, oh, I didn't care for this, but you said you liked it. Now you can change your mind, I but I don't like want to. It. It's kind of I was starting to fall asleep in a little bit. I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah. I was um, I was on my tablet. I looked over. Your mom was on her phone, but you and Kobe were were you know kind of kind of watching some. Yeah, because I had to do for the podcast. Yeah, it kind of. That's was... the only reason why I watched some of these movies. That's <sighs> the only reason why I watched The Boy. That's the only reason. No, you love the boy in the theater. You loved it in the theater. I was we crying. We bought it. Grandmommy bought it for you for Christmas. It was a little boring this time. Yeah, it was. It was a little boring exactly. this time. Still and a good movie though. But yeah, I it was a little boring. And I almost went to sleep during Children of the Corn. Yeah, Children of the Corn. I don't know. We we turned a corner on that movie. I cannot stay awake through that movie anymore. I don't know how that happened. That movie bored me to death. This was a lot like that. Yeah, Daddy's snoring. I, I, I did fall asleep, didn't I? I was snoring. Yeah. Very chilling to the core. Listen to that episode if you want to hear all about that. I was just like, thank you, Daddy. You blocked off the sound. <laughs> well, as far as uh, Cloverfield Paradox, yeah, this is a movie that just had a lot of stuff not happening. Yeah. Um, it felt like it was... You haven't seen Event Horizon, but it felt like a... Almost like a Disney Channel version of Event Horizon. Like it didn't have the stones to, to really get into the madness or the gore, or the or the terror of like interdimensional yeah, there traveling. Yeah, a lot of. There was like, nothing scary. At no point was there anything even remotely scary. It was just a bunch of scientists just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. There was some weird stuff, but it seemed like the weird things only happened because the writer wanted it to. So, the Russian guy is the first to go, right? And and he's. He's he's looking in the re- in the bathroom. This is in the trailers, and he's got that one eye that starts going off in other directions, and he can't control it. And then like me, well, his is like way worse than yours. And he like leans into the mirror, and he's like, "Yes, I understand." Like something's giving him messages, and he's communicating with it through the mirror with that weird eye that's going off in different directions. And it's like, "Oh, that's pretty weird." And then he gets shot, and he dies like minutes later. And then he throws up all these worms. And it's like, how is this guy alive? One of the things is when they move through dimensions, other things sort of collide with them. So they find a woman in the in the walls of the ship who's sort of materialized around the wires and the piping, and she's still alive. Well, that's because in this other dimension, she was on that ship. She's a crew member. So she sort of merged with their reality, and wherever she was standing at that moment, she sort of got stuck in like the wall. And they had to cut her out and kind of patch her back up. So she's a character in it, too. So there's other dimensions sort of colliding with each other in weird sort of destructive ways, which is kind of neat. Um, but, again, doesn't quite make sense. Like, they have these worms on the ship for experiments whatever, and they're all inside the Russian. He pukes up, like, a thousand worms. But if you had, like, a thousand worms inside of you, you'd just be dead. You would just be dead. One time I ate a dried worm, even though it was the frog's food, not mine. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we ate the frog's food with dried worms. You ate one. That was a long time ago. But, <laughs> it was like five. I yeah. didn't know any better. Yeah, it's just stuff like that. Like, it's just, how was he walking around trying to, like, he had a gun. He was trying to kill people, but he has, like, all these worms. And then, and then the dude, the guy we like, who lost his arm, he's kind of funny, there's a whole scene where they find the arm. The arm is just, like, crawling along yeah, like Evil like, Dead. crawling everywhere. With his fingers. And it can communicate. Like it starts, they give it a pen and paper, and it starts writing messages. I guess it's still alive. Like it, it's alive, and it, but it's also capable of independent thought, because he's not controlling it. Maybe his hand has a brain. 
Like, yeah. And so it's like, that's weird. And it writes this message and it says, check in the Russian stomach. And they're like, what's that mean? And they cut him open and they find this part of the ship they're missing, like this huge hunk of metal, this gyroscope. That's like the size of a football or something. And it's in this guy's abdomen. Where'd it fit? And how was he walking? He should have been in, not, okay, not even counting the words. He should have been in crippling pain. He's got like five pounds of metal in the middle of his stomach. How's he shooting? And, and at no point from then on was there ever a reference of like voices. Why was his eye going weird? None of it. It, it, it only looked Maybe weird the for worms trailers. Crawled in his e- on, Maybe the worms were talking to him. Eye so much so <laughs> that it made it turn because it could be. the worms were like in here, but you couldn't yeah. see them, and they were just kind of. Maybe there's no explanation for any of it. There's no there's no reference back and for like that. None of it makes any sense. And the only the only good thing about the arm is because that actor played it so funny. He was so funny when dealing with his own arm, like communicating with him. He was him. just like, the guys were just staring at him. He's like, they're like, whenever he lost his arm, he's like, what? And then he looked over and he's like, no! <laughs> yeah, he did a really good job. Like, that scene is worth watching because it's pretty funny, even though it's absurd. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, whenever his <clears> arm is <throat> writing, he's like, my arm's trying to tell me something. Yeah. What's he telling me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he plays it, he plays it great, but everybody else nobody has any personality. Nope. There's just there's nothing and and your mom leaned over to me about halfway through and she's like, "Am I supposed to like this movie?" And I was like, "I'm bored with it." She's like, "Yeah, I'm bored too." I was about to ask, "When is this movie over? I really want to go play with my dolls." Yeah, yeah, unfortunately it is pretty short. It's like an hour and a half. It's not a very long movie, thankfully. It's not um, like Conjuring too long. Yeah. That's like two hours. Yeah, Conjuring 2 is is too long. Um, But yeah, uh, Cloverfield Paradox is a really boring movie. It has like nothing nothing to do with the other movie except for the very end where Clover shows up. Um, Yeah, pretty lame. Pretty, pretty, pretty lame. Yeah. And they they shy away from stuff because every once in a while it'll cut back to the... If there is a main character... It's this woman on the ship, and her husband is, is... They're both from London. Her husband's down on the ground, so when stuff starts messing up, it's following him, but you never see anything. You never see a monster. You never see what causes the destruction. He, like, finds a girl in some rubble and takes her down to... A, a friend of his has, like, a basement, and he takes her to that to be safe, and he's sort of communicating with his phone, you know, kind of keeping everybody what's going on. And that just nothing happens, and it's like, why are we even? Why are you even showing us this? Why are we even seeing someone from Earth's perspective if you're not going to show anything that happened on Earth? <sighs> Nerds, it's such a boring, boring movie, and it's so weird because the first two were so good, right? You liked them. Yeah. The second one a little less. The second you liked it a little less because it's a little more cerebral. I didn't. Maybe for for a nine year old, if you're an adult, um, two two is gonna be the way to go. But if you're a kid, it it might it might sit a little bit boring. You guys had no, some laughs. It wasn't boring. It was just because it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. You thought it was gonna be more giant monsters. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. going to be the cabin in the woods with the snow and there's this monster trying to get them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you thought it was going to be like a Yeti or something? Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't yeah, that's, that would have been cool, too. Hey, maybe number four. Maybe that's what Cabin in the Woods is about. No, it's very much not. I cannot wait till you guys are older 
to watch <laughs> Cabin in the Woods. I love Cabin in the Woods, but you're gonna have to be a teenager. It's too, it's too adult, too adult, and it's too meta. You'd ha- you'll, you're gonna have to have to see a bunch more movies before you get Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. It's very referential of other horror. Does it have a lot of words that I don't understand? No. No, nothing like that. But it just references the tone of a lot of horror movies that you are not old enough to have yet seen. But that'll be for, in the future, the distant future, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, great movie, though, but not for kids. But uh, I don't think Cloverfield Paradox for kids either, only because it's so boring. I don't think it's for adults. Yeah, I don't think it's for anybody, really. I think it's for anybody, really. I think you could skip this one. You know what? In fact, I bet when they make a four, and they probably will. I, I hope so, because I still like it. Um, two it's out of three is not bad. It's just... Make it a little better. Make, Make a little stuff more happen. action. Yes, just have stuff happen. And not bizarre stuff you just pull out of your butt. Just to have, you know, it's, it's like J.J. Abrams, who ever wrote this movie, had like some notes from like weird ideas from Lost that never got used. And so he was like, hey, let's just throw a bunch of this crap in this movie and we'll just film it. We don't have to explain anything because it's all mystery. What if J.J. Abrams is listening to this right now? I hope J.J. Abrams is listening because, dude, you... You need to go back into Star Wars, man. You've screwed up my Star Wars, and I'm mad. I'm mad at what's happening to my franchise. That's for I'm a sorry, different. Sorry, JJ Abrams. JJ, we need to have to talk, buddy. All right, you drop the ball. Mad. Dropping the ball, man. Not mad, just disappointed. Made I, my daddy disappointed. I like Lost. I like the first Star Trek. Um, I love what he's done. Oh no, Brad Bird did the Mission Impossible, didn't they? Oh, I love Brad Bird. I don't know. Can we talk more about Brad Bird? Bird? He's a treasure. He is did it the Incredibles. B Y R D or B I R D? I think he he did the Incredibles. Is his Incredibles two is coming out? He worked on the Iron Giant. Brad Bird's a treasure. Love that guy. J J Abrams though, it's kind of rubbing me raw. So I think that's it. You've got uh, you've got your robotic unicorn, unicorn. here. Yeah. Your, your robot unicorn. Angel. Angel. Mhm. Angel. Look up. Indeed. Is that our rating system for tonight? Yes. What are we going to give the Cloverfield Paradox? Maybe uh, three and a half. Maybe. Three and a half? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, eh, ooh, I don't... I would say three, but doggone, I think I'm talking myself down to a two. I don't, I don't know. Maybe not a two. I'll give it a pity three. I'll give it a pity three stars. And you're giving it three and a half. Okay? That's fair. All right, I agree with that. Okay, well, there you go. You can't win them all. It's kind of a stinker. Um, if you guys have seen it, if you like, you got any questions, hit us up over at Reddit. We're on there now, so drop us a line. And and on Twitter. You can always find us at Katie Crypt on Twitter. So, I don't know. I've got some ideas for some upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do next. We might do Insidious. Yeah. But I've got some ideas for some other stuff coming up. We're going to have to talk about We haven't talked about it yet. So, we got some fun stuff coming up. So... Uh, stick around with us, everybody. Thank you for listening. You're all wonderful. You're all so special. Wonderful people. I don't I think they could hear you. Wonderful people, I guess. Wonderful, I guess. If they're listening, of the cream of the crop listens to this show. Our audience is the crop? best of the best. The cream of the crop. They rise to the top. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're looking at me weird. You don't, you don't might, know your cyber. I might not like them if they're criminals. House of Pain. You don't know your House of Pain lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I was right. Some of them might be criminals. Yeah, but they could be a smooth criminal. All right, with that, uh, stay scary, everyone. Stay scary.